Welcome to the Fried Hartman Leadership Podcast from the Center for Excellence in Spiritual Leadership, the podcast dedicated to developing and encouraging spiritual leaders for the kingdom. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 10, and this is our final episode of uh, this season. Uh, this has been the spring semester of 23, and we hope to come back in the fall with 10 more episodes. And the, the goal that we have now, and it may adjust over time, but the goal we have is to try to do 10 episodes each semester and to kind of allow that to run by the our schedule here at Fried Harmon. And so we'll do 10 in the fall and 10 in the spring. And so it's been a good thing uh, to get 10 episodes in this spring as we've got a little late start, but we appreciate the encouragement in it and hope that you're sharing the podcast, that you are letting others know about it. I want to tell you a few things today. I don't have a, a guest with me, but I wanted to, to close out season one uh, with some information uh, with you. First of all, I'll let you know about our plans in the future about doing 10 episodes in the fall. So there will not be any episodes planned at this time over the summer. But this next fall, we look to come back with more leadership uh, content for you. Also, want to encourage you uh, and let you know about the Church Leadership Workshop. The Church Leadership Workshop has been going on for several years. It used to be after our Fried Harmon Lectureships in February, but last year it was moved to the last weekend of September, and we had good feedback and good results out of that move, and we also moved the location. It moved to Mid-South Youth Camp, uh, more of a retreat, kind of relaxed feel. Uh, this involves the center also providing the meals, uh, for church leaders, and it's open. There's no registration cost uh, at this time. It's open for all church leaders uh, to come and learn and to be encouraged. And this year, we're putting together the program, and the theme this year is Ministry Essentials. Ministry Essentials. And it will begin on Friday, September 29th. We're still confirming all the speakers, so I'm not going to read off the, the list of speakers at this time. But I do want to read the list of topics that we're going to be having. Uh, we'll begin at 3 o'clock at Mid-South Youth Camp, and we'll have two early bird classes at 3 and 4 uh, on preparing for service from Ezra 7.10 and living our faith from Romans chapter 12. And then we'll have supper together, and we'll have a keynote session at 6.45. And the theme this year, Ministry Essentials, is around five key M words. A motivation, thinking about what motivates us to do ministry as church leaders. And then the 745 session will have three classes around worship and underneath the theme magnification. We'll be thinking about worship planning and execution, about addressing the spiritual needs of members in worship, and how to elevate your song service in worship. And then if you want to stay the night, accommodations are provided at Mid-South Youth Camp. Uh, so you can just bring a sleeping bag, bring your toiletry items, and uh, spend the night out at Mid-South Youth Camp. Or if you prefer, you can get a hotel um, and spend the night in our area. Or if you live close, just drive in and drive back and be back with us on Saturday morning. We'll have breakfast together at 8 o'clock on Saturday, September 30th. And then the uh, morning session will be about mission and ministry. We'll have a keynote uh, entitled Fan the Flame. And then we'll have a, uh, three classes on missions, and we'll have one of those classes will be how to develop or revamp a missions program, how to support our missions program, and how to promote an evangelistic congregation. 
At the 11 o'clock hour, we'll focus on ministry, and we'll have a session on understanding the nature of addictions, how to integrate new converts and members into the body, and how to develop or execute a benevolent ministry. Then we'll have lunch together. After lunch, we will have a keynote session entitled Make Me Whole, and we'll be begin focusing upon the last two M's, membership and maturity. So we're going from, from motivation, thinking about it as a church leader, what motivates us, to, to that uh, thought of, of worship and magnification, to mission and ministry, and then finally to membership and maturity. On membership, we'll have a class on uh, the problem of pornography among members and how the church can help. That's actually going to be a two-part uh, class. Uh, we'll have one at 1.30 and one at 2.30, uh, which will be taught. And then we'll have a, a session on how to structure your education program and how to create a culture of communication. And that will all be at uh, 1.30. When we focus on maturity at the 2.30 hour, we'll have a part two of the problem of pornography among members. Uh, we'll also talk about how to develop and train Bible class teachers. And then we'll have a session on the, on the necessary but neglected topic of church administration. We'll close out with the final exhortation and prayer at the 3.30 session, and we hope to be completed by 4 o'clock. And so the goal is uh, for, to get as many church, church leaders to come, be a part of this special weekend. We encourage you to, um, to bring as many of your leadership team with you as possible. In other words, this, this is great for an individual church leader to come to, but ideally, and kind of the, the motivation of this is to get church leadership teams to come, as many elders as possible, as many elders and deacons as possible, uh, um, as many preachers from your congregation to come and participate in this weekend together and get, get all kinds of ideas where you can share and talk with other church leaders what they're doing in their congregations. You can hear these good lessons, get some ideas and some thoughts, and then you can, you can brainstorm together. You can discuss these amongst your leadership team. And often it, the lectures, I, I believe, are going to be great, and they always are great. But often some of the most helpful things you get is not only in the lectures, but outside the lectures, the times of visiting and fellowshipping and, and swapping ideas and, and getting encouragement from one another during the meals, during the break times. And so I really want to encourage you to put this on your calendar, the Church Leadership Workshop. We'll be uh, starting registering for that in July. Uh, we're still working on getting the schedule all finalized and working on getting our new website updated. So the new website is supporting church, excuse me, supporting spiritualleadership.com. Supporting spiritualleadership.com. As I speak, we are uh, working on getting that uh, developed and all that we want on there. It's not fully live yet. Uh, if you go to that page now, you're just going to see. Uh, the center's uh, logo, but hopefully by the time you're listening to this, uh, you'll be able to see much more. We're going to have registration for the church leadership workshop. We're going to have this podcast. We're going to have a lot of links on that. So check that out and see uh, the progress of that. And that's where you'll go to register. And so registering is very helpful because it helps us know about how much food to prepare. Uh, our meals are provided uh, by our the the services here at Freed Harmon that uh, prepare our meals, and they do a great job, excellent job, but it's also helpful for us to know how many. And so we'll be to, uh, doing registration for that beginning in July, running through 
uh, September when it will be. And so we'll be looking for all of the information coming out about that and be talking to your uh, congregational leadership about uh, coming and being part of that. One of the questions we often get is, is this for women too? And, and the answer to that is that it's primarily designed uh, for men. We do not have any specific ladies' classes, but women are welcome to come. Uh, we, we had ladies there last year, and we welcomed them. I don't, I don't believe they felt uncomfortable. Uh, and if your wife would like to come with you, we certainly would want her to know that she's welcome to come and to, to be a part uh, of the sessions and to be able to uh, learn as well. But at this time, we don't have specific classes, and we also don't have a housing available for them at Mid-South Youth Camp. Um, and so keep that in mind. But we do, and it's not just for elders. Once again, it's for elders, deacons, preachers, or aspiring leaders, or just uh, what we might say, for lack of a better term, uh, just the average church member. We want anyone to come and be built up and edified by these sessions. So it's Mid-South Youth Camp. Ministry Essentials Church Leadership Workshop, September 29th and 30th. And you can register at supportingspiritualleadership.com beginning in July time frame. All right, as we uh, close out uh, this season, I want to express appreciation to all the guests who've come on board and, and been able to provide an in-depth uh, discussion on so many good topics. If you missed any of the episodes, let me encourage you to go back and and find those episodes you missed and, and listen to them. As we close out this season, though, I want to encourage, kind of a, as a devotional thought to close this out, I want to encourage you as a church leader to realize that at ministry and what, what you're doing, we'll talk a lot about uh, plans, we'll talk a lot about results, we'll talk about, uh, about the, the form and, and function and, and, and goals and objectives and, and all these kind of technical terms. We may talk about administration and all that is necessary, but ultimately spiritual leadership, church leadership is about people. And we think about the life of Christ and we think about the ministry that our Lord brought to this earth. He focused on people. He spent his time ministering and was always present to share his love uh, with others. And I think about the word compassion. I just want to read a few passages from the Gospel of Matthew. In Matthew chapter 9, we see in verse number 36, I want to pick up in verse 35, when Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction. And when he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Leadership, as John Maxwell likes to define it, as we've talked about in its simplistic form, is influence. We want to have an influence upon others. Our world needs Christian leaders to, to impact them, to influence them for Jesus, because so many in our world today are harassed and helpless. They are like sheep without a shepherd. And let me encourage you, whether you serve as an official shepherd of the church and been appointed to do that, let me encourage you in whatever role you're serving in to recognize that you can play the role of someone who is shepherding, someone who is leading others to Christ, someone who is influencing them. 
Leadership is about having compassion for people. It's about having love for people. It's about doing things through people. In Matthew chapter 14, uh, verse number 14, we see this word come up again. This is underneath the context of Jesus going to feed the 5,000. And you remember that story. And in the context of that, in verse 14, when he went ashore, he saw a great crowd and he had compassion on them and he healed their sick. And when it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, this is a desolate place. The day is now over and the crowds send the crowds away to go to the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, they need not go away. You give them something to eat. We need to hear Jesus saying to us when we see the multitudes in our world today, when we see people struggling in so many ways without a Savior, without a shepherd, you give them something to eat. We have a responsibility to seek to meet their physical and spiritual primarily needs. We have that responsibility of reaching out to them. Later on in chapter 15, verse 32, then Jesus called his disciples and said to them, this is underneath the context of feeding the 4,000 in Matthew. He says, I have compassion on the crowd because they have been with me now three days and have nothing to eat. He had compassion. The word compassion that we've been looking at in, in, in the Greek and in the original involves the idea of our bowels. And I'm not trying to get too uh, descriptive here, but it involves the innermost parts of our being. We might speak of it today as talking about our heart. We were moved in our heart or that hurt me in our heart, in my heart. We, we, might, we might even express this at, at times when we, we can't even fully put into words what emotion we're feeling. We just say we, we feel it down deep in us. It came from my gut. And that, that's the idea of this, this phrase, this word. We need to have compassion, love from our gut. We need to have motivation to love and care from our heart. It needs to be about people. And so when we think about leadership and when you think about being a church leader, I know we can get caught up in meetings, we can get caught up in pre preparing Bible classes and sermons, and we can get thinking about all the, the technical things of strategy and, and results and reports and, and uh, dollar signs and all those things that are part of it. And sometimes we can lose focus on the real mission. The real mission is to impact Jesus and impact people with the gospel of Jesus. It is to, to allow them to see Christ in our lives and to lead them to Jesus. I was I picked pick back up uh, some highlights that I had made from John MacArthur's book, Called to Lead, and some of the quotes from it that revolve around the same idea that I wanted to read as we think about this and putting it a focus on people. And he says on page uh, 12, a true leader is someone who demonstrates to everyone around him that their interests are what most occupy his heart. In the book, he's been talking a lot about the Apostle Paul and the kind of leader he was in following his journey through the book of Acts. A real leader will work hard to make everyone around him successful. His passion this is what we're talking about. His passion is to help make the people under his leadership flourish. That is why a true leader must have the heart of a servant. Later on on page 37, he says, A real leader's aim is to make everyone around him better. He makes them stronger, more effective, 
and more motivated. Later on page 74, leadership is ultimately about people, not just sterile objectives and strategies that can be written on paper. It's not just about meetings. Meetings are about people. Right? Discussions that we have are about people. Planning is about people. Objectives in ministries are about people. In um, on page 187, he says this, people are the most vital and valuable resource any leader can cultivate. Think about that. It's, it's about the people. And we need, to get, we need to focus on people. In David Dockery's book, Christian Leadership Essentials, he has this quote, the old adage, the key to greatness is not being able to do the work of 12 people, but it's found in getting 12 people to work. That proves true in any organizational effort, he says. That's what it's about. It's about pouring into others. Leadership is about doing things through others. It's not about just doing things yourself, but it's about changing and impacting others. When on page 289 of David Dockery's book, he says, as leadership guru Maxwell rightly notes, leaders are meant to help others become the people God created them to be. That's what we're about, right? We're, we're about pouring ourselves into others so that they can become what God would have them to be. When we think about compassion, he says that we lead best with our ears. We have to listen. We have to care. We have to understand. We have to know what's going on in their hearts so that we can help transform them. One of the things we'll talk about some on our podcast when we have some this season is, is this idea of of seeking to, to transform people and change people, as Romans chapter 12, 1 and 2 is speaking of, that we want to be involved in the business of shaping people. And he remarks on this same idea on page 302, leading people is like tuning a stringed instrument. The tension must be just right, not too little and not too much. Leadership is the art of change management. And so when we think about leadership, let me encourage you to, to think about people. And, and let me challenge you. Where's your compassion toward people? People can, it can be frustrating at times. They, church members can tend to, we can get an idea that they're just coming to complain a lot. We can get negative even toward them or negative toward the way they think about us. Well, they're just always finding faults and criticisms with our leadership, or they're always finding faults with this sermon or the type of sermons I'm preaching. They're, they're finding faults with, with our ministries. Or, and, and we can get critical. We can get cynical. We can get pessimistic. Christ looked at the people he was ministering to, and he says that they were like sheep without a shepherd. They were lost. They were struggling. They were not what they should be. And Christ had compassion upon them. You look at your congregations, and you look at the people that you have influence over, they're not going to be what they should be. They're going to struggle. Do you have compassion for them? Do you listen to them? Do you love them? Do they know that you love them? They can see your heart. They can hear your heart from your words you say. Let, let them know that your leadership is not just about tactics and not just about 
strategies, your leadership is about them. And so let's be people. Let's be leaders who focus on people. That's what Christ has called us to do. That's the example he gave us. And that's what uh, will lead the church forward into the future by being people-focused. Thank you for listening to season one. Thank you for um, sharing and telling others about this podcast. Please rate it, give reviews to help help us move farther up in the um, analytics and things that they do to, to allow the podcast to be seen by others. Look forward to season two and uh, what other good content we'll give you in episode in those episodes coming in the fall. Let me say too that if you have any suggestions, you have any uh, content or topics that you would like for us to cover in season two, please send me an email at jketchum, jketchum at fhu.edu. And we'll try to address those topics uh, in the upcoming uh, seasons. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fried Harmon Leadership Podcast. For more great content and to see the services the Center for Excellence in Spiritual Leadership offers your local congregation, please visit www.supportingspiritualleadership.com. Until next time, remember, God uses ordinary people to lead his people into extraordinary feats.